Healing by Ivan Filichev, 2014. After leaving the synagogue he entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked him about her. Then he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. Immediately she got up and began to serve them. As the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various kinds of diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on each of them and cured them. Demons also came out of many, shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Messiah. At daybreak he departed and went into a deserted place. And the crowds were looking for him, and when they reached him, they wanted to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God to the other cities also, for I was sent for this purpose. So, he continued proclaiming the message in the synagogues of Judea. New Revised Standard Version One of the most fundamental truths about the person of Jesus is that he heals all kinds of people. Even people who know very little about the historical Jesus know that he was a guy who brought healing to people while he was here on this earth. For many Christians, the fact that Christ healed people is almost a ho-hum moment because we are so familiar with the gospel stories about him doing the supernatural. Observation, Christ healed every one of them. Yet, as with most scripture stories we encounter, we really need to slow down a bit and let the story sink in. Then, we are likely to make simple but profound observations of the text. One of those observations is this, when people brought the sick and infirm to Jesus, He healed every one of them. Christ laid His hands on each and every one of them and cured them. Every one of them Jesus healed. There is apparently no disease, no infirmity, no sickness, no malady, and no situation too much for Jesus to heal. Without exception, no matter the problem, every individual who came to Jesus was healed by Jesus. Observation every one of them were healed through others. Here's another simple but profound observation of the story, all those who had any who were sick brought them to Jesus. In other words, those needy folks didn't come to Jesus on their own. It was their family, friends, and neighbors of the sick persons who brought them to Jesus for healing. It is good to care for the sick. It is also good to encourage them to look to Jesus for their help and healing. Yet, it is also very good when we bring them to Jesus ourselves. Perhaps one of the main reasons we are not seeing more healing and new life in the Western Church is because we are not bringing the needy to Jesus. Maybe it is our lack of faith in action, and not the sick persons, that prevents healing from being realized. Methinks that a profound dearth and lack of prayer for others might be at the core of all the physical, mental, and spiritual sickness that abounds in this world. So, let us bring people to Jesus so that He will heal and cure every one of them. A Mosaic of Jesus Healing Peter's Mother-in-Law, from a Byzantine Church, circa 1100 CE. Observation, Christ cares about every one of them. Jesus accepts, heals, and cures those at the margins of society. The sick, infirmed, and demon-possessed were the most marginalized people in the ancient world. They were at the mercy of a caring relative, that is, if they had one. If not, the only way of making it was to beg and rely on public charity. Yet, that was difficult because, in many cases, depending upon the illness, they were considered impure no one would get near them. They couldn't participate in the community. But Jesus welcomed them. He took the time and attention to place His hands on each one of them. Their divine healing was much more than physical, being cured meant they no longer needed to be at the margins, unaccepted and unwanted. Jesus was giving them full inclusion to society. The good news of Jesus Christ consists of meeting the holistic needs of people for health and community. Our Lord desires to integrate excluded people into society. If that takes the miraculous healing of sickness to do it, then Jesus will make it happen. Observation, Christ looks to heal and care for every one of them, besides just U.S. 
It can be a real temptation to believe that our little group has the corner on Jesus. We don't. Jesus was given for the life of the world, not just a few people who look, think, and act like you and me. In today's story, the people didn't want Jesus to go. That's understandable. Yet, Christ left them because there were others in need of healing of both body and soul. Christ's mission is so much broader than we sometimes see or expect. Evangelical Christians camp on saving the soul. Progressive Christians hang their hat on social justice and the real physical needs of people. In reality, the gospel involves both body and soul. To only focus on one aspect is to truncate the gospel as only okay news, not good news. I would argue there is far too much proclaiming of okay news today. Christianity needs a full-orb gospel that addresses the holistic needs of people, just like Jesus did. It needs a robust Trinitarian theology with the love of God the Father, the grace of Jesus Christ, and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit delivering souls from spiritual death and saving bodies from worldly injustice. Anything less is simply picking and choosing what we want and trying to keep Jesus to ourselves. Let's not do that. Instead, let's preach the gospel, a kingdom message in which the power of God comes upon people, transforming them from the inside out and bringing them from the outside in. Healing God, we bring to you all those who are discouraged, depressed, diseased, disordered, and damaged in some way by the sin of this world. Cure them by your mighty power so that they will be included into our communities, as well as your heavenly kingdom. Amen.